0: Hey, we got somebody on Instagram. So All right, we're going to start in a couple minutes here. We're just starting our YouTube stream. Um if you're on Instagram live, if you go to the uh bio, the link in the bio, you can go to YouTube and you can actually see um my my special guest, my surprise guest today, Emmy. She's here and uh um you know, we're going to take questions today. We can take them on Instagram or we can take them on the YouTube live. Uh we're going to actually be on Facebook live as well if you're for those that um follow me on Facebook.
1: Let me just make sure this the YouTube is ready to go here. I guess I was waiting for me. So thanks for your patience. We're just going to
0: get things going here. Managing a couple of different devices here for this live stream. is not easy.
2: (laughs) So. cool that you got it going and figuring it out. I've just, you know, done the easy platforms.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And of course learning, uh, you know,
0: a little learning for me to uh, try to figure this out here. Hey, hey, hey Jimmy's on, on uh, Insta Instagram here. We got to get together. Um, yeah. J- J- Jimmy uh, and I, uh, he's got a two-time cancer sur- uh, survivor and now his daughter is fighting cancer. And so he's going to be on a podcast soon. He just joined on Instagram. Um, you guys are just joining in here. Let me just, uh, I'm trying to figure this out here never done a, uh, a live stream got two couple different uh devices here it's supposed to just go live on youtube and i wonder if it thinks it's not eastern standard time
1: cuz it is uh let me see here <clears throat> So usually, you know, when you pre-record this stuff, it's much smoothly, but when you're doing live, it's, uh, you know, you gotta have everything all set to go. Come on now, let's go. It says, excellent connection. I might have to do it without the, uh. Looks like you're ready. Oh, okay. All right, good. Yeah, I'm ready. I've been ready.
0: (laughs) YouTube says, looks like you're ready. Yeah, I know. I've been ready. What the, what is going on here? All right, there we go. There's the preview. All right, so we got this up and rolling here on YouTube, finally. And uh, it looks like that the chat is also up on YouTube. So you guys, uh, anybody on there, you guys can post your questions there. Anybody on Instagram? Um, I am on my phone on Instagram down here. And then I got my YouTube up here. We do those that are on, um, looks like we got a couple people, three people on Instagram. You guys, if you want to see Emmy, she's my sp- uh, special guest today. Uh, actually tenacious Jess, you know, her, right? Cause I think Jess, is this the same Jess that was on last, last night? Probably. Probably. Yeah, I, I think see. so. I just
2: met Jess last night.
0: Oh, you just mess- met Jess last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Jess, give us a confirmation that that was the same Jess from last night from the uh, clubhouse. So we're going to talk about that. We'll let, let me talk about that. But, uh, all right. Well, while we're still waiting for a few other people coming on board, I feel bad. Those guys, that are on, uh, on uh, Instagram. You're not going to be able to hear. Um, I mean, you can only hear me. Uh. <laughs> but uh uh unless you go to if you go to the bio uh link in my bio, oh yeah that is me okay tenacious chess she goes yes that's me all right great if you go to the uh, my bio uh my profile you and uh link tree right there it's so easy uh, i have the direct link to the youtube live um then this way you can hear and see emmy uh oh okay you're gonna move over to youtube Okay. Yeah. And this is just, you know, we're just all having fun with this. I mean, we don't have to, you know, like I said, it takes a few minutes to get some more people. And uh, yeah, it looks like uh, Jimmy just got done with a crazy uh, leg workout cardio. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing all right. I, uh, you know, I had that uh, uh, for those that, uh, you know, and this is going to be recorded and we're going to put this out too. So, but before we get into our special guest here, we're going to, she's going to uh, tell us our Tell us her story of uh, her cancer journey. But uh, just to give you an update, I think the podcast number one was my story. That only led up to, uh, I think, my surgery at New York Sloan getting the HAA pump and uh, ripped me open 22 inches and all that, flayed open like a fish. So, and then uh, this summer happened and I got emergency surgery because, a while before that, man, I had all this back pain and nobody knew where I was coming from, I had an MRI it wasn't orthopedic or neuro. It's just, I think it was just coming from my colon or anyway. So, and then it had this epigastric pain, terrible. And I thought it was, uh, uh, we thought it was uh, stress, like, uh, I don't, can't even think of the word now, uh, you know, acid, acid reflux. And I in and out of the ER, in and out of the ER, and uh, it, it just uh, became uh, frustrating. And then I went to my old stopping grounds where I used to work as a registered nurse out in Geneva, New York, and uh, went out there twice uh, because apparently I had to move some bowels. I had a little trouble, didn't even realize it. According to the CAT scan, it showed some stool in there and uh, not to be TMI, but uh, apparently uh, the reason for that was because I had bowel obstructions uh, in and out of bowel obstructions because uh, the adhesions from the earlier surgery was causing an issue. So, um, which is common, you know, the scar tissue. Usually it takes a little bit longer though, you know, sometimes a couple of years. But they said, you know, hey, it can happen at any time after bowel surgery. You know, um, you know, the adhesions can cause, uh, you know, strangulation or, uh, you know, uh, uh, shrinking of the part of the colon. They got to go in and clean it out. No big deal, but uh, they couldn't do it laparoscopically, so they had to reopen me up. Not as big of a decision, but they went in the old one. And uh, pain in the ass for sure. Kind of ruined a little bit of a vacation for us at Ocean City, New Jersey. But the kids had fun. That was important. The wife, uh, 15 of us, family. Uh, But the surgery, the emergency surgery was two days prior to that. And then, uh, of course, last week went for a lung ablation to three. They found a third lung tumor, so they zapped that and uh uh after they zap that um oh sorry i'm just uh looking at this youtube hey good morning we got jessica bush uh, show you know what i'm not even gonna try last names because i will uh <laughs> i will annihilate the last names. like totally wrong so i <laughs> i don't i don't want to do that but anyway so yeah hey good morning um uh, so uh, Emmy's here on the West coast, uh, Washington state, and, uh, I am in, uh, upstate New York. Uh, but anyway, so I had the lung ablation last week and of course my lung collapsed. So I had a, uh, just a day with a chest tube, you know, and, uh, it still sucked, but, uh, <laughs> recovering from that. But so that, and then I get new scans in October. Uh, so we'll see, you know, whether we're going to do a little bit of cross coverage chemo or whether... Uh, we're going to stop chemo and just watch scans every three months. That's what we're hoping. No evidence of disease, but, um, all right. Yeah. Yeah. We got James up on the YouTube now too. So, uh, yeah. Abdominal zipper. I know. Right. Because, uh, you know, it's funny. They need to do a surgery to cover the adhesions that is causing the bowel structure from the prior surgery, but then they just open you up. And it's gonna cause even more adhesions, so it's like a vicious circle. So, yeah, I foresee myself getting a uh, a surgery again in the future. But yeah, James, that would be awesome if they could come up with some kind of zipper, <laughs> right? Abby? But uh, all right, so this is—I mean, now that you guys can see on YouTube and uh, tell us, uh, you know, who you are, and um, um, you know, tell us a little bit about your cancer uh, cancer journey.
2: Well. Hi, everyone. I'm Emmy. I'm from Seattle, Washington. And um, not late last year, around December, like mid-December, I went in for a physical, um, my yearly exam. Always go, you know, for my yearly exam. And, you know, everything went well with my doctor. I was headed out the door. She's like, wait, wait, wait. Before you leave, because you've always been really healthy, is there anything going on? With anything. Even something small. I thought, well, it just feels kind of bloated and gassy and have some cramps, but it isn't a big deal, you know. Um She's like, Well, you know, let's let's do some ultrasounds and I thought, Well, is that really necessary? It's just probably gas. It's gas. And she's like, no, let's do it. You're a pretty healthy person, you know, and I just want to check it out. So the following week, the Monday, uh, she had me go do some ultrasounds, abdominal and pelvic ultrasound. And immediately after that, I get a call um, saying, hey, uh, we would like you to come in and do a CT scan. And I thought, well, you know, this is a really busy week because, you know, Christmas was coming up. Um, it was like less than a week away. And we had all these things planned and going on. And I'm like, I push it out till like a little bit after Christmas. And I'm like, no, we have an appointment for you tomorrow. And I'm like, wait, what? No, I can't make it. At, I'm at work and I don't even have time to take off and it's such short notice like no you're coming in tomorrow and I thought okay so I went in to do the CT scan the following day and um within 45 minutes we get this call as I'm driving home and the doctor my my PCP um calls and says hey Emmy, I'd like to talk to you um, are you driving right now? And I said, Yeah, yeah, but it's only my husband in the car. So just go ahead, and, you know, you can tell him anything. it's just fine. It's not, no, I really need for you to pull over. So we found like a little bank parking lot to pull over and he's like, um, I really hate to tell you this, but you know, I consulted with the oncologist already and and you know, my ears kinda <laughs> And um, she's like, you have colon, you have colon cancer, and we're going to get through this. I'm going to set you up with a with an appointment with an oncologist. And, you know, my ears are ringing from, you have colon, they're just ringing. And my ears plug and, oh, just, just the shock of it. I'm crying. My husband's in sheer shock over what's happening, you know, what's coming over speakerphone. And um it's a uh, it was just just so surreal. And you know, you know, we switched places, he drove home and I went home, cried, talked to my best friend, and she said, oh, you no, know, you know, the next day was um christmas it was the 24th Just, so she my girlfriend said come over to our house you know i'm like i i don't want to tell anyone it's before christmas it's before new year's before the holidays i don't want to be a damper and ruin people's um holidays you know and so the following day decided to go to my best friend and then i get this call before i even get out of the car from my, from my, my doctor again like okay i mean i got um appointment with the oncologist on you know uh monday and then i have a colonoscopy on wednesday and then we're setting you up for a port on friday and i'm like wait what's going on here i know you told me i had colon cancer but is there like level or stage or what, what's going on? What, um, what, what stage am I at? And he says, I'm so sorry, but you're um, stage four. And I, you know, finding out that I had colon cancer was awful finding out that I had stage four colon cancer yeah. was like just a punch in the gut. And so she, she's like, I, I will talk to you next week. I'm so sorry. Everything is kind of, you know, up in the air and, but I got these appointments down for you. It's a, you know, Christmas weekend and you have to forgive us because we're juggling our schedules and and I'm just thinking, okay, I'll talk to you soon Doctor Mike. You know, I was just in shock and, you know, Oh,
1: may, I, I just got
0: to pause you right there. Maybe, um, I don't know if you can t- speak a little louder. I just got a, a, a message. Um, they sound a little bit far away. Oh. I don't know if you can, uh, speak a little oh, closer okay. to the mic or,
2: uh,
1: uh or uh,
0: if you got I your buds or
2: whatever. This is I'll speak a little bit louder. Um, you guys, let me know.
0: Let me know if, uh <laughs> any issues out there.
2: But um, I ended up walking up these this hill to my girlfriend's house, and I could barely walk. My legs are shaking, and I get in, and my girlfriend's just stunned, and she's like, "What is going on? I just, are you are you okay? Are you?" And I told her, you know, I just talked to the doctor. Stage four colon cancer. I'm, and I'm. I basically collapsed on her floor because. And they had to pick me up and console me. And it it was stunning. Like, I'm in this healthy person. Um, how could this happen to me? Like, what are you talking about? You know, I've been eating right. I've been doing my thing. I've done all this, you know, stuff to make myself healthier. And I just don't understand. And now you're telling me I have this colon cancer. What the hell am I going to do with my life? And then, you know, fast forward after, you know, um, through that awful weekend, because it was the longest freaking weekend ever, because, you know, the following, what was it, right after Christmas, I had that appointment with the doctor, the oncologist, and we go see the oncologist, and she is this awful person. That basically told me, hey, you have one or two years to live, you're inoperable, and chemo can prolong your life. And here's your options full or
1: I think it was the Loda. And, and I thought, um,
2: what? two one or two years here. I'm thinking. Um. Yeah. Here I'm thinking. Oh my God! How am I going to have my life in two years? I I have so many plans to do. I um. You know. I I wanted to travel. I wanted to do do all these things with my friends. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be 15 in a couple of years. Like what the hell? So um. Yeah, I basically. You know, we were in there like half an hour and I'm like, okay, she's fired already. I need to, I need to step up research and find me another oncologist. So um, I ended up finding another oncologist and that has helped, that had helped so much more. She's like, I I would have never told you. She's like, you don't have an expiration date. You don't have, um, I, I, you know, I can't promise you that you know one to two years that years you're gonna lose your life i just can't promise you anything but like you know what we can yeah, do they're, is move you're going on. by
0: old statistics absolutely yes, you exactly. know
2: exactly like you know but you know i i could promise you more years but i can't promise you that you're gonna um i can't promise you a lifetime
1: she yeah
2: said, but we're going to work on this. We're going to, you know, do great. And, um, you're going to do great. You're going to do this chemo. You're going to get the surgery. Um, you know, or I already got the surgery. I'm sorry. It's our, like maybe a week later after I did a bunch of research. Um, but yeah, I got, end up getting the port surgery. Um, and so she had a plan going. And what was awesome, I had her from January to March, and then she decided she had to leave because she had to take care of family. Um, and I was devastated. I was devastated, devastated because she was awesome. I'm like, Dr. G, what are leaving me? And I was in tears and I'm like, you know, and she was great, but I'm like, okay, you need to refer me to someone that's aggressive, that's, um, really going to really fight for me and fight with me rather than just treat me like I'm like, you've been treating me and fighting with me. And I love it. Um, I'm like, I need that. I need the communication. I need someone to be open and honest when, I, you know, things come up. And it's like, okay, I referred you on to this doctor, Dr. Martin. He's great. He's been here for a long time. And um, he's a very aggressive. And so as much as I love Dr. G and she was really awesome, Oh my God, Dr. Martin was he is he was great. When I say aggressive, he was aggressive. He's like, Okay, you know, you're not I know you're, you know, you're on this oxy, you know, I had done like maybe what, four rounds of full fox already and he's like, You're a trooper at this. Can we bump it up a little? You know, can we bump up oxy wow. a little? You know. Um I just wanna make sure things are working for you and just you know, I'm like, let's do it. I'm like, I'm I'm doing it. Whatever we need to do, get the shit out of me. Sorry. Excuse me. Yeah,
1: I mean, no <laughs> pun intended.
2: <but>. Yeah. <laughs> I want this out of me. So I'm yeah. like, whatever we could do, let's do it. I can tolerate it. I'll do it. So, um went on with the treatments. Um, did another round of fox Foxy Avastin um and we decided to do a CT scan. A CT scan after the fifth round, I believe. And um amazingly everything shrunk in half. Um which was great, you know. So sixth round comes along and he's like or what was this six or something. Anyways, he referred, he's like, you know, things shrunk great. He's like, this is awesome. I'm going to send you yeah. off to the liver tumor um, surgeon and I'm going to send you off to the colorectal surgeon and I'm going to suggest that they take a look at you, see if you're operable. And I thought, that's awesome. Oh my yeah. God. Hallelujah. So they, yeah. he sent me off to them to get a, um, to see if I will be operable. Unfortunately, the liver tumor surgeon said I'm not operable. Um, and so the colore- colorectal surgeon said, well, if, you know, it was really dependent on the liver tumor surgeon, Dr. Park, to see if um, he would be operable. Then I would come in and I would do the secondary surgery on the primary colon. Um, but since he said, no, I'm going to have to. You that I can't do the surgery either. However, the liver tumor surgeon, Dr. Park, said, Hey, but I think you're a, because I started asking him about the Y9 HAI because I was kind of right. doing research on it. I was asking you about that too, Steve. You know, a um, bunch of questions about yeah. the HAI come yeah. and that's how I kind of got into learning about the stuff. And so I was asking, you know, Dr. Park about, hey, what about the Y-90? He's like, you know, doesn't look good, um, like a good option right now. Um, But we'll do that as a Hail Mary. And I thought, man, that was beating right there. He's like, but I think you're a good candidate for the HAI. And I thought. That's good then. He's like, I'm going to shoot over an email to um, Dr. Mayo in OHSU in Oregon to see, you know, what maybe he could do for you. So I get this phone call like a week and a half later from Dr. Mayo's office making an appointment for me. And, um, you know, it all happened so quickly from like July 14th from the initial consultation. To July 28th, finding out, yeah, you're going to. We're going to do surgery and then August 20th, doing surgery for the HAI pump, removal of the primary colon cancer. And here I am, have the pump in me. um, Been about a month. Um, The plan now is waiting for the rest of the tumors to shrink. So eventually I could be operable again. They go go in and take out the rest of the tumor. Oh
0: yeah. That's that's awesome. I just got to pause you right there. I got a couple more people that just joined us on Instagram. Uh, You guys, um, uh, if you go to check out the link in the bio, uh, I I can't stream through the uh, Riverside that I'm using through Instagram, but I can through YouTube. So that's why I'm using Instagram on my phone, and uh, you guys can hear more of the audio and our special guest, Emmy, um, through YouTube. It's right, you know, as soon as you get to the profi- my profile on Instagram, click on the uh, link tree, and then you can see the YouTube link right from there. So Marv, uh, good to see you. I uh, did a podcast actually this morning with Marv. He's from Toronto, Canada, uh, doing a uh, fighting stage four colon cancer um and waiting on a liver transplant so his situation is a little different than um i'm mean he's in my liver um yeah so check out that podcast probably gonna get released uh, early next week um and then we have somebody else that joined a reem. so yeah you guys uh go to the uh, link tree the youtube link and uh this way you can hear because if not, you'll just see me sit here and listen to me talk, and then you guys won't think what's going on over there. <laughs> so, all right. So, sorry about that. So, yeah. So, so now, fast forward. You you got the HAI pump,
1: right?
2: Mm-hmm. You went
0: into surgery.
2: Yeah. Next week, I go in for my first FPDR treatment, which is um the actual chemo that they place in the pump, and um. I wait a couple of weeks and then we'll fill it with heparin and steroids. And then the week after or a couple of weeks after that I'll start um systemic chemo on full fury. So,
1: yeah, we got All a- right, great. We mu- actually
0: we have a question by Jessica, uh, which is the same Jess from last night. Um she says, "Can you talk about what other treatments you're able to have while you're on the HAI pump?" And so you just I think you just answered that. Um, you're gonna be on what was it, full fury?
2: Full Fury.
1: Full Fury. Yeah. yeah. Okay. During the FUDR, right?
2: During the FUDR, it will be yeah. um like it'll be every other week. Um, or every other treatment. So one one treatment I'll come in for the FUDR, and then in a couple weeks I'll come in for the systemic chemo, which will be the full fury and then the next week will be just heparin and steroids. Right. And then the following week it'll or the, you know, next two weeks it'll be fury. and then we do the FUDR because the FUDR you only have once a month.
0: Once a month. Yep, and that's and for me so too. So for those that aren't familiar with the HIA pump, it's by Medtronics. It's a small pump uh about the well, I shouldn't say small pump, but about the size of a hockey puck inside your belly, uh, above your uh you know, above your abdominal muscles. I mean, it's right underneath the skin. It's got a little port, like a metaport, they can access with a needle. Although that needle is definitely bigger than the metaport needle that they use, because it definitely stabs the hell out of me. So I don't look forward to that sting every two weeks. But so they use the FUDR and uh it's, it's a very like, almost like a lethal dose. Like if it was systemic, it would, um, it'd probably, you know, kill you. But so, but what's nice is they can use a very high concentrated, high dose of this FUDR of this chemo and you don't get any side effects. You don't get any systemic side effects from it because it just goes right into the hepatic artery that leads to the tumors of your liver. And they have gotten so many good, um, you know, so many good outcomes from it and in such a short time that they actually like told me, you know, Hey, yeah, we can actually, you know, just having a couple of doses of the, uh, you know, after two or three months of the, uh, of the pump, um, they can look at reoperating and, um, and then maybe going back in and finishing off, uh, plucking out the, uh, you know as long as they got margins, you know but uh for me I, I didn't even need another surgery i mean they, the pump uh you know killed killed the finished it off i mean the y ninety killed some uh and then the h a i finished it off and um so I'm hoping for clear scans again in october so but uh for you you're just starting uh this is great i mean and 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 I think it's great that they're doing um uh, you know, full theory, because uh, honestly, when, when I had the FUDR after surgery, they just, they just did the, um, the five FU. They, it was like, it was like the, you know, the maintenance chemo.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh They didn't, uh, they wanted to see, you know, what was going to happen um, because they did talk about, you know, possibly going back on full fear or actually full Fox theory, uh which is uh, a solid with it, even though I had a reaction from it, uh, they said sometimes a year later they can, uh, reintroduce oxaloplatin back in the body after a reaction, uh, with some steroids and some Benadryl and things like this. Uh, that's what my oncologist said, but I'm really glad we didn't have to go that route because as you know, and other people listening know that that oxaloplatin is, uh, horrendous, you know, still dealing with neuropathy and things like that from it. But, uh, no, that's good. So full theory, that's a Renotecan, right? 5-F-U, Leucovorin, yeah. and, uh, which is the vitamin, right? And uh, and then a Renotecan. And Renotecan is pretty, it, uh, her- a really harsh chemo I drug, heard, too.
2: I heard. Um, I tolerated ox- OxyContin very well. Um, yeah, well, that's good. Bump- bumped it up. It kinda, they kind of adjusted it. They lowered and um, um, bumped it back up. But I... I you know, I didn't get, I got nausea, but I didn't do a lot of vomiting, um, but I got the neuropathy in the hands and the feet. I've been off of it since June, the oxy since June. So, but I still have the, you know, neuropathy in the fingers and toes, and, uh, which is frustrating and like a palate. Yeah. But they, you know, going on to full fury, they said, oh, you won't have the those side effects, you know, um, that you got, so be a little bit better, but you know, if you had diarrhea while you had whole thoughts, yeah, well, fear will probably be worse. I'm like, Oh my God, I'm going to have to be
1: wearing some pens for some oh, no, <laughs> because- Well, see,
0: it was opposite for me. I, I, because of all the anti-emetics, like they would give you, they would give you this, uh, you know, maybe for you guys too, this axali, which is an IV push uh, antiemetic drug. And uh, it would last for like three days or something, this anti nausea, IV push stuff. And then I would take like the Zofran around the clock. And all these anti emetics actually give you constipation. So I actually had more constipation than loose stools from the chemo drugs because of all the. And then if you're taking pain medicine on top of that, you know, if you're taking any kind of, uh, you know, opiates and things like that, of course that's going to. Bind you up more. So, you know, but, uh, yeah, they say that the irinotecan and the, some of these chemo drugs will definitely give you a little, some loose stools. Yeah.
2: I'm so, I'm kind of worried about that, but, um, we'll see. You hey,
0: might be all right. You know, if you t- take the Zofran, you know, I don't know, everybody's different. You know, I had such a hard time, you know, I had to take Zofran around the clock and Jess actually, Jessica put in a comment. She said, wow, that's a lot of treatment at once for you. And then she said, well that makes sense how you can tolerate so much treatment because you know, especially if you're gonna be on uh, back on full fury, that's that's aggressive. You know, and then you're gonna do the FEDR. You're you're definitely gonna blow this uh these tumors up, you know.
2: I'm hoping so. I'm yeah. so hoping so. But um I just, you know, I've been on those um a few HAI pump groups on that's colon town and You know, I went on there and put a poll up. Who has this type of, um, you know, who has this type of what is it? Pump, you know. And I asked, you know, how often do you feel pump? And you know, I do ask, you know, I ask these people, um, how often do you feel them? Um, Are you NED? How are you? know, how are you? doing since the pump and I got you know some positive feedback from people but you know they still have um you know a few of them they were like I'm still on FUDR or I'm not on FUDR they kind of you know they had to worry about my bile duct system and um because mm-hmm. of you know the HAI pump, they put a little bit too much FUDR and so it. Um, changed up their liver enzymes. And so there was like a whole potpourri of different things going on with people with their pumps. So, Um, and only one person commented that, you know, they were on systemic chemo at the same time. So I'm trying to still find out in kind of research on how well that, um, that, Systemic chemo is going to help me because people do still have pop ups. You know, they had um, like you. You had the three um, that popped up in your lung, uh, three nodules. Uh, you mentioned that popped up in your lungs, and I, I'm. Yeah. You know, I, I I wonder if this full fury will help out with to prevent that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, I think so.
2: Because I, part- she said,
0: because my, my oncologist said that, uh, because I ended up taking some breaks and then I had the surgery, the emergency surgery and things like that. So she actually said that, uh, you know, it's, uh, and not that it was a bad thing she said, but, you know, unfortunately, you know, you know, I took a break even from the five FU and, uh, so that's, you know, so then I ended up having a little mets in the, uh, in the lung, but, um, Oh, know from having the break but so if you're going to you know you're going to do the full fury you know i think that that'll you know that should uh you know i don't know it's almost like you need to like if you need to come off chemo you know it's almost like you definitely needs to make, make sure that everything is gone
2: exactly uh
0: and then and then take a break and then just watch scans so that's what i'm hoping in october because uh yeah. you know you come off chemo because of this procedure this surgery and, uh, you know, yeah, you get something pop up, you know, with it fast too, within two months, a month, you know, you get nuts. That
2: was quick. I, um, I was surprised to hear that from you when you went kind of yeah. now to the hospital, worried about you there. And, um, so yeah, the, you know, I was kind of questioning the thought that, well, you know, I guess it's like there's making sure all the rest of the cancer cells are dying out at the same time as the um, FDDR working in my, or the pump working into my um, liver. So I guess, I guess that makes sense. And, you know, I did question why all this chemo at the same time. They're like, no, you know, the regimen that we usually give to most of our patients. And I thought, okay, well, I, I could see it. You know,
0: yeah. If you could tolerate it, you know, and, you know, being aggressive at this I mean, point, you know, going through so much stuff already.
2: That I mean, that's what I want. You know, um, yeah. Because I I want this out of me eventually. Yeah. You know, I like please take this out of me, <laughs> but um, and reach that NED status and yeah, absolutely goal. But um, yeah, I I think it'll be hard on my body, but we're. You know, we'll see how many rounds that um, I'll be able to tolerate. I, they they weren't specific if I was going to do 12, 6, 3, 8. Right. You know, they just said, you know, it depends on your body, right? Never know. We'll, we'll see how it goes. You know, we have to make sure to take those labs like crazy. Um, yep. And make sure that everything's on the up and up before we go forward each time you have your um, treatment.
0: Yeah, they actually told me I needed scans more frequently. Yeah. So instead of three months, I needed two months because of the HAI pump. Hey, we just have uh, Catherine White. Uh, you know, you remember Catherine? She was on our Zoom group. Um, I think originally the first or second one. Yes. Yeah. So she, um, so Catherine, if you're still on Instagram Live, go to the, uh, you know, the YouTube link on my uh, profile bio, so you can see Emmy. She's a surprise guest. Uh, we're just talking here and. Uh, Catherine white also has a podcast. Um, she's a life coach and a cancer survivor.
1: So, um, yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, uh, you, Catherine. yeah. So we'll have her,
0: I don't know if she's on, she switched over to YouTube yet or not. Um, but, uh, we'll see what, see what happens here. So, yeah. So, um, we were talking, there was something I you brought up and I wanted to, oh yeah, the, uh, so the statistics, I wanted to share my screen here and show you guys something. so, um, yeah, there's a great book out there and actually, um, I don't know if you remember, Emmy I mean, Stacy, oh, now I'm going to screw up her last name, Gatlin or Gatlin. Oh,
2: she's actually
0: a military. Yes. Uh, military girl too. Yeah. Yeah. And she's fighting. She had some Mets. Um, so she was talking about one of our zoom calls. She was talking about this book and, uh, I actually, I don't know if you guys, okay. So I have it up on the screen now. So I, um, Oh, except it's not going to YouTube. I don't know why. Anyway. Um, this, uh, radical remission and it's by Kelly Turner. I think she's a doctor. But, uh, and then she came up with a second book called, uh, Oh, there it is. Oh, there's a little delay on YouTube, which is fine. So now it's popping up for you guys. Um, so radical remission by Kelly Turner. So, and then she came out with a second book called radical hope. And, um, it talks about how these doctors are, um, let me go back to us here are not, uh, there's only a few doctors uh, that will actually um, take the time to, you know, they all, I guess they all go to these seminars and things like that to keep up with the updates on cancer and things like that. But she was saying like how a lot of these doctors, they don't, they don't take that information back and do anything with their patients because they're either complacent in their practice um, they're seeing patients in and out, and then they you know go home to their families and then they repeat the next day and so the statistics are more of 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 uh, deaths i guess instead of remissions and um you know that's why it's so important to get different opinions and get opinions from doctors that are involved in treatments and clinical trials and um uh, and uh so we can actually, uh, get these statistics changed. And she actually, uh, hunts down, um, you know, papers and, and things like that. And, and research, uh, survivors that, uh, oh, oh, here we go. Just, just put up a comment here. Kelly Turner made a movie to fall. Oh, she did. Uh, she made a movie to follow up the book called Heal. It's incredible. I'm going to write this down right now. Cause I did not know that, that she actually, I am a fan of her books. I did not know that she actually has a movie out. It's called heel H E A L. So you guys definitely check that out. Wow. But anyway, in her book, that's what she was talking about. And, uh, you know, and then they go through, you know, she goes through actual cases of cancer patients, you know, going through these, uh, radical remissions. And it's amazing of some of these stories. And so I think there was like nine, nine things. I'm not I, I don't know off the top of my head, but on the first book and then on the second book, which I'm glad they did because I'm a proponent of physical fitness. Uh, um, she added uh physical fitness uh, as a game changer to fighting cancer as the number 10, but the, the one through nine, there was things like, you know, diet, supplements, um, uh, positive affirmations, uh, you know, positivity of the mind. Uh, you know, there's a whole bunch of things and there were some patients where they took like a couple of things, you know, one or two things out of that. Um, or there was patients that, um, ha, you know, took, uh, upon many, fa- several factors of the 10 and it showed that, you know, it, it was a game changer towards healing. Um, yeah, no, that's, that's awesome. I got to check out that, uh, Yeah. I don't know if you had a chance to check that book out or not. I mean, but, um,
2: I'm, I'm going to look at them. I
0: am. I'm more of an audible kind of guy. So they do have it on audible. Um, especially with all the driving that we do, you know, to these appointments and things like that and on the train rides. And so my wife and I'll
1: put on an audible book and we'll, we'll listen. But, uh, yeah, no, that's, that's a good
2: good idea. I, I travel Almost what three and a half hours to Portland every couple of weeks. Um, oh, there you go. Yeah, so
0: yeah, I mean, you got what well, I think 10 or 12 hours. I mean, so you can get a buck in, you
1: know, yeah. in a couple of couple of drives, yeah, you know, back and forth.
2: Yeah, that'd be great. Thank you. You know, Good idea. I will yeah. look into those and the move, the movie Kelly Turner. It, is it heal heal is that what yeah h
1: e
0: a l heal,
1: heal.
0: Hmm. I'll have to figure out where I can get the movie from i don't know, I'll have to see i'll just google that and see if it's on if it's streaming anywhere um maybe it's on iTunes or something i can just buy it or rent it, but uh, yeah no that's that's great, that's interesting, so we are gonna so we you know we're we're trying out this q and a um you know obviously you know it it takes some time for um some traction on a new channel and, uh, in a podcast, you know, I've been doing this for some months now, but, uh, you know, take some time, you know, um, I think that uh my plan is to do a Q and a podcast every month on top of, uh, on top of the having guests on and talking about their cancer story and things like that. But, uh, you know, we talked about maybe in November starting a, uh, Coffee in the morning, uh, you know, I mean, listen, you know, it doesn't, you just say coffee in the morning, but the podcast doesn't have to stream in the morning, you know, because obviously it depends on where you live, you know, um, you know, we could have somebody in the, you know, overseas or, uh, you know, West coast, East coast, but it's just the idea of, uh, you know, having a panel of people, you know, I can have a hold up to eight people on this uh platform here and, uh, and not just get one or two, uh, you know, it's nice if people put in some real questions, especially the uh, the new, I don't know what to call them, you know what I mean, newbies, novices, novices of cancer, fighting cancer, uh, new warriors, you know, I don't want to offend anybody, but yeah, I mean, they're going to have questions and the same questions come up all the time in these Facebook groups, you know, because you got constantly new people. New, you know, it's sad, you know, new diagnoses like every day. So of course you're gonna have the same questions. But you know, do a QA and have like a panel of people, you know, so maybe you get a different perspective or a different experience, you know, not just colon cancer, you know, this this chance this channel is for any cancer. So I'm hoping to have like a, even a breast cancer survivor on on the panel and uh you know, we could have ovarian, testicular, you know, whatever, you know, whatever, blood cancers, uh childhood cancers. Oh gosh, you know, it's, it's all out there, but yeah, no, that, I think that'll be great to get perspectives of different people and uh, maybe even have a surprise, you know, like have an additional guest or two besides the core people, you know, it's almost like a guy never, uh, maybe one or twice, but the, not a fan, but the view, you know, like, you know how like they have the panel, the table, the view, the, the show, the view. But it's all women, but here we can have like men and women, but you know, and then they have different, uh, views, I guess maybe yeah. that's why they call it the view, but you know, it's something like that, you know, where you have like a different panel of people, you know, perspectives on, on, uh, to answer questions. But we did have one on one of the Facebook groups. They commented on one of the posts. Um, and he said something about after having colon surgery a year later, uh, when or how often should you be getting checked? And I thought that was an interesting question because, I mean, if you just had colon surgery, and let's say you are, Ned, right? No evidence of disease for those guys out there. I think the the term remission is, I think that's just for blood cancers. Not entirely sure. But uh, you should be getting checked every three months, I would think. Uh, Statistics show that, the cancer can come back at a high percentage within the first two years, am I right? and then uh the next three years it drops, and then once you hit five years it's you know the chance of it coming back is basically very very low uh, you know correct me I'm a, those listeners out there you guys can um correct me, but that's you know so I would think you'd want to scan every three months for the first two years I mean I'm going to advocate that.
1: You know, I I mean, you go,
0: I've heard people go six months, but if you're within those first two years, six months is a long time. Like you can get a, like, if you get something brewing six months in six months, you can have,
1: you know, I don't know, you know, you can have a pretty good sized tumor.
2: I, I agree. I agree. I, um, when I was talking to my, had my post-op, um, appointment with my colorectal surgeon who removed the primary, you know, cancer colon. Um, You know, he told me, hey, okay, well, you know, we're going to, I'm going to see you every two months for the next year, just to make sure things are going good. And we're going to do a colonoscopy once a year. And I'm like, wait, once a year? Not like I'm thrilled to do a colonoscopy. I mean, colonoscopy, once a year, okay, that's great. But he's like, no, we're going to change it up to six months. We're going to have you make sure that nothing festers in there and things are gone. So I'm like, okay, I'm down with a colonoscopy in six months. I don't look forward to it. No. (laughs) Because it's awful.
0: (laughs) I'm due now for one. I'm
2: not looking forward to it. (laughs) i know so i, I I'm felt like, a year already wow i i felt more relief after he said okay six months versus 12 because yeah you don't want anything yeah,
1: true. Like
2: the spring maybe nah. spring in there so i felt comfortable but yes i i will um when i talked to my surgeon i already asked him about um how often we're going to you know do the ct scans um and he said like every 2 to 3 months and i thought okay that sounds great and i'm like okay so if i get to ned eventually how often do you check he's like well it's normally 3 to 6 i mean i'm always pushing mm. it i'm going to make it to ned that's my <laughs> that's
1: yeah my goal. yeah
2: So, but, um, I think every three months is a, I would, I would advocate for that.
0: Yeah. I mean, you hear these, you hear these, uh, you know, even people that we know, like from the groups and, uh, you know, they reach NED and then in three months, you know, they got something. You know they got to go back to chemo because you know within the first two years you know you got chance of it coming back so it's almost like yeah okay you know like when I reach NED uh, I'm gonna be try to be aggressive in the scans because you know you can't, you can't take that uh, for granted that you're no evidence of disease like that's it okay we're done we healed cancer, or you know you know until we get to that five year mark um, you know so uh, you know gotta be gotta advocate for yourself you know?
2: Yeah.
1: The doctor's not going to advocate for you. So you got to do it yourself. Exactly.
2: But, um, that's what I tell everyone. I mean, I don't think I would have gotten to this point getting to the pump, um, getting these surgeries unless I advocate for myself. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, you know, I had a friend just recently passed away, Chanel. Oh yeah. And, um, Chanel, she was kind of stuck in Oak, in Oklahoma City, not you know, not a big place known for a lot of you know, big hospitals that treat cancer, and so I think Chanel's outlook of it was you know, okay, I'll do what the doctor told, um, but there were a lot of things that. You know, she didn't get that I got, and I always asked her. I'm like, "Well, what are your CEA levels?" She's like, what are those? I'm like, "What do you what 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 are you talking about? You don't know what your CEA level, is. right?" Um, and so she started questioning these, and you know, even her her doctors seem so um lax about a lot yeah. of the information, and you know, and like you were talking about it earlier that, you know, some of these doctors, they really just don't go out of their way, learning more um, information on, you know, cancer treatments or other types of treatments that are available. Um, they just go on with what they know, what they learn, And that's the only options that you have going. Yep. It was like my first oncologist. And, um, you know, I wasn't going to take that. I wasn't going to take that one or two years to live BS. No, so,
0: um, no. There's a lot of people though that are just timid though. I mean, they just, you know, or just don't want to deal with it. And in their minds they are like, okay, whatever doctor I just happen to have, you know, I'm going to go with their opinion because they're the doctor and I'm going to just roll on autopilot. And I, I don't want to ask anything. I don't want to know nothing i just want to you know go through the process of healing and unfortunately you know unless you're lucky to find you know that first doctor that's going to fight with you uh you know you really got to advocate for yourself and a lot of it's mental too you know you know you got to be in the game you know you got to be you got to be in it and um
2: question you know, things research um, bring things up. If one doctor doesn't know, go ask another doctor. Yeah, you know, it's um, important. You know, I'm. I got a lot of things I want to do in my life. I mean, I just got married. Yeah, um, plans. We were traveling. Uh, we, you know, I was supposed to get married in Tahiti. Well, I got married. I got married on a little boat in Lake Union in Washington, Seattle, but and I should be happy for that, but I still want to go to Tahiti. Okay. I want to have a bucket list that I, I have going and, um, you know, the only issue now is the HAI pump. You got to be spec, you know, doing this pump for. Yeah. You You got to plan, you know, you got to
0: make sure you're around when it's the one that two
1: weeks are due.
2: Yeah. 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 So, um, I was told I couldn't travel outside of the, US. Were you told that too, Steve?
0: I don't think so.
2: Oh. huh. I was told I couldn't and I thought, oh, why? Oh, maybe You're I'll like, well, Right now, in case you get, you know, maybe due to COVID, you know, in case you get stuck in another... Oh, uh, maybe
0: that's why. Yeah, because the, if the pump runs out, it could damage the pump. Yeah. And for those that you guys aren't familiar with the HIA pump, it's only a one... Because they put it in your liver artery they they feed it in there apparently it's only a once in a lifetime thing where they can do that so if your pump dries out and it goes broke it can't replace it so that's what my oncologist told me yep like they can only do this once and then they're like well if you want to pull it out early you know and then let's say the liver tumors come back you know within 2 years you know or 3 years or whatever then they can't re-put the pump back in. So my plan is to just keep it. You know, have the pump at least three years. I Eventually, I want to take it out, but at least three years. I might change my mind. I might might try to, you know, try to last five years with the pump, just in case. You never know. You know, if I need it again. You know, and then once I hit the five years, you know, yeah, you know, that should be good. I'll get, I'll take it out of me. You know, because it's a pain in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: that's my plan. Probably yeah. keep it in five years. But yeah, um I mean, yep, do with those weekly fills. But I got the 40 millimeter, the bigger one.
1: Um, yeah, the bigger one. Yeah.
2: So eventually they can fill it up and I could go without a month of coming in. But um that's if I hit, you know, NED. Yeah. So, but that's the only time unless they, you know, me a go ahead to um go on vacation for over two weeks that would be awesome but i highly doubt that would happen anytime soon (laughs) yeah but yeah so but um just hoping hoping it'll work out
1: yep absolutely now we did i don't know if you know a um
0: oh Linda, I don't want to, if you're listening, I don't want to screw up your last name, but uh, there's a, uh, she's on my friends. She's also on my Facebook, but she um, wanted to know about supplements too. So um, I did pull up a, what I recommend. Now I'm not sponsored by this company. So you guys do whatever you want. And James is, Jimmy's on here. I don't know if he's still on here or not, but he may have different uh, advice too. Let me just see if I can share the the page here of what was sent to me by um, John from Garage Gym Life Media. Now, he is a, uh, he tries to stream competitions and things like that and and a proponent for, or a, a guy that follows people that have home gyms. Um, He was nice enough to send me this from G-Code. I guess he knows the the owner. It should pop up on YouTube. I mean, can you see that? Yeah. So this right here now is a, uh, now I've done a lot of whey protein over the years. I've done a lot of different supplements over the years just from working out. So I'm pretty much, you know, no, like, you know, cause there are a lot of bad tasting stuff out there or a lot of stuff that's like junk fillers. Um, but this one is nice because it's a whey isolate. And if you just do, you know, for those that are trying to like, uh, um, you know, the caregivers or the cancer fighters that are listening and they want a meal replacement powder or a whey protein, right? The whey proteins usually the way to go unless you do, unless you're like plant-based cause whey is from, uh, you know dairy um there's some there's some good plant-based proteins out there and then there's some bad tasting ones out there so if you want a good tasting plant protein uh just shoot me a message and I can recommend a couple a couple of good tasting ones but as far as whey I try to stick with whey isolate um and this one does this one has the whey isolate because it's uh it's it doesn't bloat you like regular whey protein powder does um it's a hydrolysis, uh, I'm going to screw that word up. Anyway, it's an isolate. So this one has egg whites in it, which is really good. Oats and MCT oil, digestive enzymes, probiotics, full serving of greens. Um, And let me just go to the, uh, so, and it has, um, you know, pretty much everything in there. So if somebody's not uh, they're trying to get, let's say somebody's losing weight and because of chemo or they're early on chemo, you know, um, your but you know, I, I, I feel like the more runs of chemo you have, the more rounds you have, the more your body adapts and you don't tend to, uh, your weight tends to fluctuate still, but not as bad. You're able to bounce back faster. I don't know. That's all I found. But in the beginning it was awful, right? I couldn't keep my I'd have to eat anything, mac and cheese and anything just to keep my weight up. But in the morning I wouldn't feel like eating anything. But if you're feeling up to like, oh, but at least you can have a shake, this I think this is the way to go. I mean, it's got kale, broccoli, spinach, uh in it, um, and things like that. So it's just it's by G code and it's called feast. Uh the other thing I recommend is same company. Now, like I said, I'm not sponsored by them. I just like the taste of it. It tastes really good. The, the one I have is a, um, oh, I can't remember now.
1: Yeah. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Doesn't that sound good? Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Um, well, do these
2: but, uh, gritty at all? That's my,
0: bad. no, this one's not. No, no. Yeah. No. The cheaper proteins can be gritty. Uh, this one's no, this one dissolves nice um in a blender and i use the ninja um you know and i put ice in it too um in almond milk um i try not to do i mean if you're looking at car- calories and dairy doesn't bother you then i guess you know then do some um you know you could do whole milk or 2% but uh i i don't do milk anymore cuz it does bloat me i uh, as i get older it seemed to be more lactose intolerant, I guess. I don't know. They say we're meant not to drink dairy anyway. But uh, like I said, this is an isolate and I use almond milk, which is great. And uh, let me see here. Then there's another
1: one. If you're looking at not, if you're looking at just greens, I think it's going to be on the same page. Okay, that's the cinnamon toast crunch
0: again that's the cinnamon toast crunch, okay, and uh let me just re- let me just restart this. sorry guys, hang in there here, life oh yeah, here he is greens, okay, so this one so i've I've actually tasted a few different companies because I'm not a big veggie guy, and I try to get my greens in, right, and uh I should be eating more vegetables, but you know I was always more of a meat potato kind of guy. So if you're having, if you want some greens in you and you're having trouble getting it down, there's some awful tasting, gritty stuff, taste out there that you got to like hide the taste with other flavors. If you put in a shake and I've had like no luck. And for some, my wife loves this stuff too. She takes it and, uh, it's green apple goodness. And that green apple is so like, it's almost like, uh, like a cider, like a, like an apple cider. Taste, um, really, uh, green apple tasting. It's good. And anyway, so this has, uh, all kinds of antioxidants and, uh, greens, um, you know, and it's got the turmeric in there, um, and cinnamon, uh, and cinnamon's great actually for, uh, as a, uh, supplement to regulate, uh, it can help regulate sugar levels and, um, insulin spikes cuz you don't really want any insulin spikes um i guess um well unless you do unless you having trouble gaining weight then you want those you know um but anytime you have an insulin spike it's not good for your body but the cinnamon can regulate that um you know and then it's got uh you know we you know we uh, as far as supplements go you know i take a turmeric um you know or, or curcumin Uh, that's, uh, that helps with inflammation. You know, anything that helps with inflammation in the body um, as far as supplements goes um, can help because any kind of things that you're taking in your body that causes inflammation or look at like the stress levels. That's why it's not good to be stressed um, because it can uh, raise up your cortisol levels. Now, cortisol is causes inflammation and, uh, it's not good. And if you're fighting cancer, um, you know, you don't want those cortisol levels up, you know, they actually, as far as I've heard, recommend, um, not watching, uh, uh, not watching thriller movies, not watching, you know, and I know it's tough, you know, if you like thriller movies or action movies, you know, you want to watch a good action flick once in a while, but, uh, You know, they actually recommend just watching like documentaries and uh, comedy movies, feel good movies, you know, just any kind of feel good movies because it gets out this uh, serotonin or dopamine, you know, all these good hormones and it doesn't cause these cortisol levels and actually watching a thriller or action movie, you know, where you're on your seat of your pants on the couch can cause the cortisol levels actually to go up, which isn't good. you know, you got to live your life though. I mean, it's a balance. You know, you can't just, you know, stop doing everything, but it depends on how strict you're going to be. You know, some people, you know, their cancer is very very aggressive, not that ours isn't, but um there's stuff, there's people out there with mutations or not getting uh as as uh uh as an outcome uh, as a positive results from their chemo. And so then you have to do certain things, you know, you have to look into some holistic stuff, um, you know, some supplements, and ch- diet changes, you know, try to do anything you can, you know, to kind of uh, to kind of help that. But I actually also take uh, mushrooms uh, now, not the uh, not the uh, the uh, what do you call it? the psychedelic mushrooms. I'm not talking about those shrooms, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, turkey tail, turkey tail mushrooms have shown to be a, uh, a good, uh, thing for the body for anything, but especially for cancer, uh, rishi uh, mushrooms too. So, and I get all that by, um, on Amazon, I actually use, uh, the ones from stamets i can't remember his first name but stamets is the leading uh, scientist through the mycelium network for these mushrooms and they say that it is you know it's uh i don't know his the research he, he's been on joe rogan's podcast and things like that but um you know he's been doing good stuff
1: i think the, the
2: AHCC, um which is also a mushroom extract it's
0: Oh, okay. H-A-C-C? I yeah. don't think I heard of that
2: it's, one. I'll check that, for that out. It's an active correlated compound, but it's derived from shiitake mushrooms. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yes, the reishi I've heard about, and there's one other one um, that I did take while, um, is it Bucudan? And it's a brown mushroom, mm. oh no brown seaweed extract um that has cancer fighting properties, and so I took that um for throughout my um chemo treatments, but the only reason oh, okay. why I stopped okay. taking the brown seaweed extract was my nutritionist said it was okay for me to take um my supplements, but um, I stopped taking the brown mush or the brown seaweed extract, the Fukadan, because it acts as a blood thinner, and I'm already getting heparin and um, that uh, FUDR, so or in the oh, right, so I don't need a, another blood thinner. So, but I've been taking the HCC um, shiitake mushroom extract still, and You know, I, I think it's working. It's helping shrink things. So I'm not changing a thing when it comes to that. And I got the, I got the okay from the doc to take my supplements. So there's some docs out there that say, you know, no, we just want you to stick to the program. We don't want you to take any other supplements. And that's hard for me to take.
0: We just had somebody join Instagram here. Mm -hmm. Um, Hey, we are live. We're actually have, uh, we suggest you guys go to, um, uh, because I have a guest on, so you can't, uh, unfortunately can't hear her. Uh, I mean, uh, I have my guest. So if you go to YouTube, uh, if you go to, um, my link in my bio on, um, my profile, it's a very easy link tree right there. It's got the link to the first one, I believe is the Uh, YouTube stream live. If you go there and join us, you can actually hear us, um, and post questions or comments and, uh, things like that. So we will, it's, uh, Resilient Renee just joined us. So yeah, check us out there so you can hear us. And, and, uh, hey, she's saying hello. And sorry, I mean, I don't mean to interrupt. I just want to make sure that we, uh, it's all good. We are paying attention to our audience here. Oh, and Jess, just put in a comment. Let's see what she says. She says, supplements are an important part of cancer treatment and wellness. Don't forget to tell your oncologist though. Some of them interact with chemo. Memorial Sloan Kettering has great info on this. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's funny. I, I, you know, my local hospital, my cancer clinic that I'm not really doing anything with except palliative care, Uh, but I see Syracuse because they're the only ones that can flush this pump. So I got to drive an hour and a half every two weeks, except when I go to Sloan Memorial Sloan Kettering in New York. But both of them, uh, both the hospital systems, they had this, uh, the nutritionist meet with me and they have this, uh, system database system. And so you tell them, Uh, you know what? Uh, yeah, because you know I don't want to be responsible for anything, obviously. So, definitely check with your doctor (laughs) with supplements and don't take our word for it. But um, any any of these supplements you can uh, on your list, give it to your nutritionist and have them look it up in the database. It was not offered to me at my my first oncologist uh, cancer clinic. I'm not sure why I didn't even know to ask, but uh, the nutritionist at these other two places. Yeah, sure enough. I gave them a whole list, you know, and they, they came back, you know, it takes them a little bit, you know, they got to enter all the information. They get back to you within a couple of days. And then, you know, they say, Hey, yeah, this one's good. This one's okay with your chemo and, you know, cancer, this one's not. So, uh, yeah, definitely check with, uh, cause the doctors might not know the doc- the oncologists themselves might just say, uh, you know, go by word of mouth. You know, they don't, they don't really take any nutrition classes you know in school they may take a basic one um you know and then as far as supplements goes they're just going by maybe old school information uh, but uh the nutritionist she should be you know with the database should be up to uh, up to par the only thing that i'm still kind of nervous on is um because nobody's been able to really is antioxidants now i don't know if you've heard this or not but you know some people and even some nutropath they could, I'm gonna probably say that wrong. Naturopath, yeah, naturopath doctors, holistic doctors, say the antioxidants is 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 good for you, and it it doesn't uh, do anything with the with the um, with the cancer. But then you've got other places where where they tell me, well, yeah, the antioxidants can uh, feed the uh, not, I don't know, if feeds the right word, but fuel. Fuel the cancer? I don't know. what. What's your take on that, on the antioxidants or anybody else listening?
2: My, you know, I heard the same thing from my oncologist, that they didn't want me taking antioxidants. So I don't know that I would believe the holistic naturopathic doctor because they don't work with that end of the... You know? Right. So... I, I've been staying away from the antioxidants because of
1: I try to. Yeah. yeah.
2: But um but I, I I mean, yeah, you kinda have to like weigh what you wanna do and
0: yeah, even the milk thistle.
2: Like yeah. I haven't taken like yeah. they
0: say like I've heard like good and bad, like yes, it's good. You know, no, it's not good. You know, obviously, if you don't have cancer, milk thistle can help support liver and liver toxins and things like that. But, you know, I've also heard that, you know, well, it can kind of, I think it's an antioxidant too. I don't know, or something where it can kind of fuel that cancer too. So I've been on the edge of whether I should start taking that or not because my enzymes are up and they've always been up. Oh, wow. And so, you know, I mean, that would be nice if it kind of helped the enzymes come down. But, not if it's going to,
1: you know, yeah.
2: but, um, start
1: anything back up. But.
2: Yeah, I really haven't um, added any other supplements as of yet. I, I've been thinking about it. I just, you know, want all these cancer-fighting um, supplements to take, but th- there are so many of them. The Tricky Tail, I do have um, a bottle yeah. that in um, my cupboard and have been Trying to decide if I should add it into the many different things I take now because I have so many different medications that I take. Um not I mean, it's you know, my thyroid medication. Um you don't want that to, you know, affect those things as well. But and you were talking about your nutritionist having a database. My nutritionist had a database as well. And that, yeah, good um, to be able to have that. Um, but at the the first oncologist I had, you know, when I was asking questions about, hey, is there a diet I should be on? And I talked to a nutritionist. Oh, we don't have. That. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm gone. <laughs> yeah, next. So yeah, my following oncologist and cancer center had uh good nutritionist, good information from um that she could provide had the database on all the supplements that I'm able to take um you know her issue with me was gaining more weight because I've been losing weight and so um
0: oh okay, yeah, so, so you gotta get your calories up
2: to get my calories up especially that protein up because I've been losing a lot of um, muscle weight. Um, yeah. So when I had to transfer my care from, um, Seattle cancer care Alliance to the Oregon, you know, health science center, um, I, um, Kind of have to.
0: Oh, we, I'm going to pause you right there. We got somebody else that just oh. joined on Instagram. Oh, well, yeah. So, hey, uh, Jay uh, J- uh, J- J- Sherfane. I probably screwed up your name there. Um, yeah, no, it's great. Uh, you guys uh, just check out the link at the bio and uh, on my Instagram. And you can see, uh, I mean, we have a surprise guest on. So in order to hear her and my, con- I mean, you can hear me, but you won't be able to hear her. But you can also see us or see her. Uh, if you go to the YouTube link, which is right on the link tree and very easy to get to right from my profile. Um, but, uh, this way Joyce, it's Joyce. Her name is Joyce. So, uh, yeah, check us up on, uh, the link in the bio so you can join us on YouTube and then you can put in any kind of questions. uh' you're more than welcome to put questions here on Instagram too, because I have it up on my mobile phone, but then on my computer is the YouTube live. Um but anyway, Emmy, what were you saying? I'm sorry.
2: Oh, um, I was just talking about, you know, having a place that had uh you know, nutritionists had a good database and
1: the database, yeah, yeah, for
2: you know, for supplements. I mean, it's really important. I haven't officially met with my new um team's nutritionists because you know all this treatment is new um only got my surgery last month, and so there you know this this next appointment on Tuesday, I'll be able to talk to my um doctor about getting to a nutritionist and um working with her because there are questions you know, what else can I take can I continue taking these other supplements that I want or um, and to help me gain weight. Um, you know, you've been mentioning those, um, those sh- shake supplements. Those are
0: helpful. Yeah. I mean, the one, the feast has the, uh, the carbs in it.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, so you're getting an all in one, um, and you can, uh, try to, you know, you don't want to replace a meal because then that defeats unless you're not feeling good, but then that defeats the purpose of putting in extra calories yeah. and extra protein, but it's nice if it's a shake cause you could do it like in between meals yeah. and still get a good amount of calories in and protein and carbs and, you know, get your good macros yeah. in. You
2: know, I have to try to get in at least 60 grams of protein a day to keep up my uh, muscles. Um,
1: yeah. I mean, I would even go,
2: more, I mean, I would more. even go higher. <laughs> I
0: mean, yeah. honestly,
2: they won't they want yeah. at at the very least sixty grams of protein, but that's been difficult. Um Yeah. I you know, with going through chemo, I have, you know, this um like really bad acid reflux. So I could only have a certain amount of I mean, sometimes those protein shakes are huge. So I could only have like a certain amount of it before I feel like, okay, it's stuck in my can't, it's stuck in my chest. I I can't take any more and have to put the rest in the fridge and come back to it. Um, Yeah. But trying to get all that protein in, you know, fish, I try to do fish protein. I try to stay away from the red. Sorry about about that.
0: Oh, it's all right. I got one right here. She's being quiet right now.
2: I try to stay away from red meats but you know, I'm anemic too. So they want me to, they're like, no, we want you to have as much protein red meat as you can right now. uh, Yeah. And
0: speaking of that red meat, it's, you know, they, they were saying that, uh, you know, you know, my, you know, they give you this, you know, when you first get diagnosed with cancer, they give you this folder and it could be overwhelming. But part of it on there is about red meat, how it can cause inflammation. And so my take on that is, uh, it's because of, you know, and there's, you know, people out there, like we had like last night, at the cl- we gotta, don't forget, we gotta, um, talk about the clubhouse too, yeah. uh, before we end this session. But, um, you know we've got people from overseas or Canada, you know, I just talked to Marv this morning from Canada. So, you know, they have Canada's meats actually, uh, my brother lives in Toronto too. so his. Uh, so the meat's different. It's not like the U S red meat where it's filled with antibiotics and hormones. And what happens is all these antibiotics and hormones that they pump up with this red meat can cause inflammation for the cancer. And it's not just red meat. I mean, the chickens, you know, they're pumping the chickens up, you know, that's why I was trying to do more ground Turkey, uh, than chicken because turkeys, you know, they could still fill them up with, um, hormones and, and, um, uh, uh, antibiotics, but the, uh, they tend to do more with the chickens, you know, and, uh, the red meat of course, but you know, as long as you get, uh, you know, the K, you know, the, uh, the range free, the, the ones that's it's, if it specifically says on the package, no growth hormones and no antibiotics, right. It's more expensive, the organic stuff, you know, you know, you're talking, you know, versus couple, three dollars a pound of red meat the cheap stuff versus, you know, you got to spend $7 a pound. I don't know where you are, but that's, I think it was like, I think it's like $7 a pound red meat here for uh, no growth hormones or no, uh, no antibiotics. But that's like, as far as I know, check with your doctor, but that's okay to take because it's not filled. You know, that's not gonna, you know, cause inflammation for the cancer. Cause that's what it is. The red meat, you know, it's all that, crap that they fill in here in the US on these animals.
2: Yeah, it's uh you're you're right about um the prices on the I go to Whole Foods once in a while and buy um meat there and um but I like I said I kind of stay <laughs> <laughs> but um like, <laughs> like I try to stay with the fish more than more than anything. Um yeah. but the protein and the red meats, you just get more of it and you get the iron and because I've been doing the iron um iron pills as well, trying to get the you know, oh, red yeah. blood cells up because I'm on the verge of being well, I am anemic, so I'm on the verge of being on iron um infusions and possibly oh wow. eventually yeah. You know, transfusions, they don't want to go that route, but I've been yeah. to that point. But um,
0: what about when you do the fish? Do you try to do like, because uh, I know like the white fish doesn't have a lot of calories. I mean, it might be, you know, yeah. lower protein.
1: Yeah, it's lower you know, protein.
0: But, it, but salmon, you know, has the protein in it, but also has a lot of the good fats. Yes. You know, okay. and calories.
2: Um, yes. So I have salmon a lot. Um, yeah. My preference is Chilean sea bass, which is ridiculously expensive. <laughs> wow. It's delicious, everybody.
0: Huh. I never tried it. Um, I don't think I've ever tried it.
2: But like a smaller portion, gosh, it has like I wanna say twenty nine, thirty grams of protein in it. So Wow. Yeah. It's pretty but, good. Um I mean a lot of the seafoods, they, they do have um uh high content of protein, just have to eat a little bit more of it.
1: Um, oh,
0: I love sushi and yeah. pokeballs.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, did your doctor tell you to stay away from fresh, like raw raw meats? Well, they're like no. they never ever have, you know, steak tartare and we want you to stay away from like sushi and all these. Really? Things. Yeah, and I thought. Oh, it,
0: I can't eat a fully cooked tuna. I mean, like it's got to be red on the inside and just a little bit of a sear on on yes. the ends. Um, I mean, I love raw seafood.
2: I, I love I, I oyster shooters, um, all that stuff. But they finally told me, they're like, well, we don't want you to get a bacterial, stomach bacterial infection. And that'll be bad for you.
0: You know that. Oh, but but they I, flash freeze it and it's sushi grade, and I don't worry about that stuff. I mean, unless you're gonna go fishing yourself.
2: But I in an eater, I, wall. I still, I still have
0: sushi. <laughs> I still yeah, yeah. I mean, the farm raised is what they say that you shouldn't uh, has more of a chance of the the bacteria of eating. Yes. Um, if it's, if it's farm-raised salmon or tuna, that's why you should do the wild caught yeah. if it's going to, but it should, it should still be flash frozen, you know, just to be on the safe side. But
2: yeah, sushi, all those things, poke balls. Yeah. I still yeah. have them, even though they said yeah. no. And I thought, what's the, you know, it's not like going to be eating a raw fish all every day. just.
0: No, I mean it's you know no, but I yeah, and I I miss because of my tongue and my mouth because the spiciness affects me so much now. And I miss that spicy mayo yes. on my uh, you know on my sushi.
2: <laughs> yes, yes, my palate's finally coming back. Ever since I've been on off of the oxy, yeah,
1: um, it's a little better. Yeah.
2: It's a lot better, but yeah, the spicy foods now I could do. <laughs> huh. But yeah, so the diet um has been difficult lately, but um I've been plugging through trying to do those protein shakes. Um get that um protein in, but yeah, if anyone else has any input on some good um you know, ways of getting protein, um iron, that would be helpful. So if you're out there, love to hear from
1: you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you
0: guys, uh, I don't know if you've ever tried, like, uh, protein bars, and some of them are just awful. Uh, But Quest uh, protein bars are pretty good uh, tasting. Um, Then there's also the One brand, oh, oh, you know, One. Uh, They're pretty good tasting protein bars, too. So, but, uh, yeah, because, I mean, you go to these other uh, protein bars, and they're either bad tasting or they're just filled with crap. Like they're not actually like good for you. So you got to like, you know, watch, you know, you got to be, you know, be careful on the protein bars, but you know, that's what I,
1: you know, I would say, you know, they're pretty good. The quest bars. I
2: have to try them out. I haven't been a total fan of protein bars, but I haven't tried them.
0: Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Put it in the microwave for like five or seven seconds and oh. it tastes good. <laughs> Oh, you know, especially if it's like an apple pie flavor, uh, protein quest bar or a, uh, they have a, like a birthday cake one. That's pretty good. Uh, cookies and cream.
1: Well, Um, they have a lot of things. Yeah. A lot of different flavors. Yeah. Yep. So. How are
2: we doing? Yeah. Yes. Out there.
1: Um, I think there's
0: anybody want to chime in here on the comment section to see who's still here. I can't tell there might be just, we're down to one guest. So maybe we'll wrap it up. Ooh. Um, I, There's so like, there's so many things like I want to talk about too. This has been great. You know, we didn't really touch on a lot of stuff, but you know, we touched on a few things, which is good. You know, we'll, we'll leave it, you know, cause this can go on and on yeah. and on. But uh, you know, state, you know, you guys listening out there, this will be on the YouTube for people to listen to later. Um, I'm going to stick the audio on, the, uh, on my uh, platform for the podcast. So Apple, Google, uh, Spotify, Amazon podcast, that'll all be there, just the audio portion. Um, and then I always, uh, you know, tell people, hey, you know, check out the YouTube stream because, you know, you can actually see us talking and, you know, see the engagement, which is different. But some people don't, you know, they lo- like to just listen, they're driving to work, you know, and they're, you know, they're just listening to the podcast, the audio podcast was just great. So that's why I tried to, uh, you know, we did put up a couple of stuff on the screens regarding these supplements and things like that. I'll, I'll put that in the description cause you guys are not going to be able to see it if you're listening on the regular podcast. But yeah, I mean, is there anything, uh, you want to add here for our guests before we wrap up?
2: Yeah. I just want to thank everybody for listening to my story and, um, you know, and I hope to, you know, see more of, um, podcast and oh hey i i do want to bring up we um we had a group meeting yesterday through um i don't oh
1: yeah
2: has the clubhouse app (laughs) thought i'd bring it up steve um if anyone has the clubhouse app um we have a group that we will be meeting every thursday at 4 p.m pacific pacific time so that's about what seven PM.
0: Yep, seven PM Eastern Time for me.
2: And um, uh,
0: but Thursdays, right? Thursdays, I'll I'll put that uh, I'll put that on there. And I think you need a special invite, though, right? Um, or can they just uh, click on a link and join?
2: I I think you okay. The group is called Colon Cancer Warrior. So if you go look in and look for that club, you could um, go in yeah. and follow the or be a member of the club. Join the club. And you'll get notifications, which I'm not fond of how the Clubhouse app notifications are, because you hit the little bell at the top or you hit a little calendar in order to see what's going on. But um, if you go into the, the club itself, there will be a notification in there that there's a meeting. And there'll be a little bell and you could hit that bell. And um, what happens is it will add the meeting into your personal calendar. So it um, will transfer that over. And and you could just click on the link uh, off your personal calendar and it'll get right into the meeting. But
1: you do Yeah,
0: and they will also just send you an automatic message when you start because that's how I, you know, because sometimes you know you can forget or whatever. Yeah. You got so much stuff going on, and you're like, yeah, I want to, I want, to go. You know, it's like a week away or five days away, and even if it's on your calendar, but, yeah. you know, it's nice. It gives you that notification. You're like, oh, oh, here we go. But, yeah. Now it's time.
2: Please join us. You know, it's we've got a small group going. You know, we have about fifty-four members, but you know, it's it's kind of a touch and go with people's schedules and everything but we plan to having it on Thursdays you know uh 4 p 4 p.m uh pacific time
0: and Yeah now this is uh now you have the group here uh colon cancer warriors i think it's called right mm-hmm. so there's uh listeners out there that are uh have other cancers too well,
2: but uh to we
0: you know we strongly re- what's that yes
2: feel free to join all our voices.
0: yeah i mean you know that de- definitely i mean we all have similar you know, chemo treatments and, and, and the mental aspect of fighting cancer, no matter what it is, we're all in the same boat together. But clubhouse is a great app because they have like, you know, there might be other rooms. Uh, so if you have a different kind of cancer, you can, you know, feel free to check out, uh, other rooms too, as well. Or, you know, you're, you're an entrepreneur or, you know, you know, uh, any I mean they've got anything. It's not just uh for cancer, it's just you know a lot of good information. Yes,
2: there's also another um cancer group I'm in. It's um cancer club that's on there and it's Michael Stern's group and it's Oh
0: it's, yeah, survivors, right?
2: Um cancer survivors so if you want to yeah. join that club too, I suggest um joining his as well. And that one is on Tuesdays six PM pacific time so that'd be 9 p.m. um east coast so okay. yes. so i suggest you join that one too and they have a lot of good conversations on there as well
0: yeah i got to get michael stern on here yeah. uh, for a podcast. oh he'd be and, great
2: uh, he'd be great yeah. to have
0: and I emmy mean, you should think about uh, joining the panel we'll talk about that <laughs> later offline but yeah about this uh you know trying to do this once a month Thing and having a group of us on here, and uh, maybe I'll reach out to Michael to see if he's interested. That that and doing that. And Jess, I don't know if you're still on. Uh, she says thanks, guys, for covering so many topics. But uh hey, think about it. You know, we're looking for people to join this uh, Q and A panel, uh, coffee in the morning thing. Maybe in November, I want to do a meet and greet uh, with the people that aren't interested. Uh, you know, obviously offline and not recorded or anything, just to kind of meet the team.
2: That would I guess great.
0: And, you know, yeah, so we'll probably do that sometime next month. I'm just trying to finalize people that wanna wanna do it, um uh, so Jess or anybody else that's listening if you guys uh you know wanna do it uh, it's fine, and if there's a month that you can't make it, that's fine, you know there's you know we'll do it every month, and uh you know you just come on uh on a month that you're able to
1: do it, but yeah,
2: I'll get Tani to um come on board, yeah she, she's great. yeah, that'll be great. Our, you met her yesterday, so. Yeah, that would she. She's she's one would be a good person to have in the group.
1: But yes, yeah, that'll be great. All right. Uh. Well, we'll wrap
0: things up on this live stream. Uh. This is great. We're definitely gonna have to do this again. I like that we talked about different topics and uh, and uh, yeah, there she goes, Jess. I'd love to join you sometime. All right. Great. Yeah, we'll reach out to you uh, offline. Also, I'll send you uh, some information on that. Um. But, uh, yeah. So anyway, everybody, uh, check us out on the next episode. Um, and, uh, you know, keep watching us and, uh, check me out on uh, Instagram. It's cancer hope with coach Steve Instagram. I put up uh, funny memes and, uh, some positive affirmations on there and, uh, and things like that on there. So, and then any kind of podcasts, um, notifications or, or going live you know i post on there as well um and then you know feel free to join these uh facebook groups there's so many of them and you know colon town you mentioned if you are a uh, colon cancer uh and then the one that i really like is the one that we met um it's a smaller group which
2: the uh, but it's nice Group beating stage four with positivity i believe is
0: that. yeah i'm gonna have to put yeah positivity something yeah. like that um
2: yeah
0: I forgot the moderator. The uh, Joanna, Joanna, Joanna. Yes, is a moderator. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Yeah. So it's it's a good one. So I'll put that up in the comments too for those that's looking for good groups because uh, there's so many out there. And then there's ones that people engage, and there's ones that people don't engage. And then if the groups too many, um, you kind of get long. Connect with people. Yes, and this one is nice because I think there's only a thou. I don't know a thousand, maybe fourteen hundred uh, people, but you know, you always see the same people though, but
2: they're vocal yeah. hosting
0: exactly. and, and we kind of engage. We kind of, Oh yeah, I know that name, you know? And, uh, and then you kind of, you know, talk whatever on Facebook and I've connected with you and so many other people too. So it's, uh, it's, it's, it's nice, you know, that, nice. That, uh, connection. nice to have that, uh, connection, but, uh, all right. yeah. All right, everybody, uh, we'll end this and, uh, we'll see you on the next episode. Bye.
2: Thanks
1: for having me, Steve. You got it. You got it. Bye for now. All right. Let me just hit.